Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, joined now by uh, golfer men's hockey coach Bob Motzko. And uh, Bob, let's start here. Um, five players who have been signed by you were drafted over the uh, weekend in the National Hockey League, four of them defensemen. How important is that when you see the uh, the premium that's been put on your uh, blue line players, knowing that that was an area that you guys were definitely uh, trying to upgrade off of last season? Well, I, you know, right now, I obviously, after a two-day snapshot, it's, it's, we hope it's a great indication. And, and you know, every coach is going to tell you, I, I, we love the notoriety. It's great for the kids and their families. And let's hope that you know, one year, two years, three years out, it's all proven to be a great call. And, and obviously, we, we feel very, we're very excited about, uh, we were before the weekend, this is validates a little more, we're excited about the future and, and some pretty darn good hockey players we've got coming into our program. Hey, Bob, how, how much do, uh, do individual uh, pro teams come to you and do they make requests as far as, I don't know, a style of play is probably too far there, but as far as where guys play or just are, are there are there National Hockey League teams that do more due diligence or checking in than others? Um, you know, I, I, it really is random with, with that. I, I would say that there's no question that we, that all of us, you know, coaches and time talking to scouts and, and, and sometimes coaches that when they want to have some like leading into a draft, uh, they're doing their due diligence. But after they're here, you know, their pro development people really are the people that take over. And I can tell you, most of them are, are fantastic. And, and they don't want to get in your hair to, to have mixed messages. They want to be one clear message. So the, the pro development uh, personnel really work with us to know what our message is. They want to support it. They want the, the you know, their draft to have a great experience, and they're really monitoring, giving advice uh, from the sidelines. And, and and I can tell you, almost you know, almost in each case, it's it's very positive. Coach Lindsey Brown here. You also have a couple of incoming freshman goaltenders that were also drafted, Justin Close and Jared Moe. Um, what is your plan for the goalie rotation this year, since you guys have such a young crop of goaltenders? Well, this is going to be a very short answer. Is is we have no idea right now in the summer, so. Uh, is, is you know we, I've never had three new goalies to start a year, um, and I, I can only make comment on on two of them right now. One I can't tell uh, all the official paperwork is signed with the NCAA rule, but that's the the beauty when you you know the the goalies that we have all have they all have history, um, they all have junior hockey experience, they've all had high level success. Um, you have to have a starting point, and you you throw them in there, and they're going to battle it out. And we're, we're looking forward to the battle. 
Bob, Ryan Johnson, uh, one of your defensemen that's coming in this year, another California product. I know you've dipped into the recruiting from in California from your SCSU days and now at the U of M. How impressive is it that recruiting and, and all these good hockey players are now coming from these West Coast states? Well, but great ties in Minnesota. Craig played at Hill Murray High School and came to Minnesota and then uh, Olympics and World Junior. I mean, he was a great player and then a long NHL career and found himself in Anaheim and married a California girl. So there's great Minnesota connections to Ryan Johnson and, and uh, a lot of similarities. In, 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 it was a great battle going to the draft because dad went 32 and uh, Ryan went like one or two spots he beat his dad by. So you know, he was a yep. going out with, with dad and son and, and, and son won out. But Ryan just had a tremendous season in Sioux Falls. They won the championship. Uh, I, I was there for the, the last game and the clinching game, and he was terrific in that game. Just unbelievable skater. Uh, like that's what's electric uh, about him is, is how he skates. He's a human breakout with the puck. And the other great thing is is he's still scratching the surface to what he's going to do. As he gets more physically uh, mature and stronger, his offensive game is going to continue to increase. And um, it was an exciting week for him, and he's also been invited to the World Junior Camp. So nice. Uh, Bright future for Ryan right now. We're really excited to have him. Hey Bob, style of play wise too. Where where how close was was your uh, first year here to what you want from a style? And and how much is this recruiting class now? And as you bring in new players, going to change this more and more towards the style of play that you want to see? Um, I, I by the I can just say this by the end of the year this year we were an awful good hockey team and it, it, it took us you know, half the year, three quarters of the year to really get everybody on board. We, uh, goaltending was really solidified for us. Our special teams were in order. Um, I, I, I thought defensively we, we became, that's what was a big key for us. We became a very strong defensive team led by, you know, Matt Robson goal for us. Uh, so we had attributes that we want to have strong special teams, good goaltending. And, and our offense was, Above average. Uh, I, I hope we can continue. The, now, the, the thing I'm going to say is we had nine seniors, uh, Rem Pitlick signs uh, to go to Nashville, and our goalie signed, and, and we have one transfer out there. We lost 12 hockey players. So we are going to be young next year uh, with, with 19. And I'm not giving an excuse. We're going to have 19 freshmen and sophomores. We're going to be a fun, exciting group. of. But we, are, we went from being an older team to very quickly a younger team. But the thing in college athletics, we're not going to stay young long. And we're going to, we're going to win each and every day. We still want to play an up-tempo style. But, uh, you know, the, the boring statement you're going to get from me is we want to be low penalty minutes. We want to win those battles each and every night. We want to play a fast game. And, and I can tell you, I, I love the demeanor of our team at the end of the year. The players are returning, have great attitude. Uh, we got to blend the you know the new reindeer in now as they come in, so everyone learns to play together. Uh, uh, but 19 freshmen and sophomores means we're going to be awful young, but we should be very exciting. And with all those young new players coming into the program, what do you think is the best tool as a coach in terms of getting everybody on board with whatever cultural direction you're trying to take the team this season, as well as you know the next three or four seasons into the future? I, I you know I think basically it's just a trust factor that that. Uh, they trust in us that, that first and foremost, yes, we have their best interest, but, but, but all of us want to lead this program. And we all get on board to, you know, that we play as a we and not as an I. And, and uh, we play for the name on the front of those, you know, all the cliche things that you come out, but it starts with trust. 
uh, believing in each other and, and knowing that the more we do together, then the more individual athletes they get from it. And I, I really, and that comes from strong leadership, and that's what we're cultivating right now. Uh, and I thought our senior class last year uh, did a terrific job with a new coaching staff coming in, really buying in to, to you know, to to what we wanted, to what we wanted them to believe in. And and, and they've taught lessons to our young players. But 12 new guys, it, we're, it's going to be, uh, that's going to be a change. That's a dominant number. Uh, but we've got a mix in there, you know, kids, are, you know, kids that have played two years in the USHL, uh, some higher profile young players, but we throw them all in there with great leadership and we get back on board for, to playing for, you know, the, this program and this university. And I think we'll, we'll be in good hands. And with all those young players, you talked about leadership too, Bob, are, are younger players, maybe some sophomores even going to have to take maybe a, a bigger leadership role than they would normally take? Yeah, you're right on, and that's one of the things. Like, we have not named captains next year, and I, I just don't think it would be fair to do that yet. That we need this group to be together uh, even into the fall, uh, and and until they can, you know, because they will pick the leaders of the team. Uh, I, I have yet to ever pick a captain. Uh, your coaches, ha- your your players have to do that. We're just a support staff in that, uh, in guiding that process, and we're and they're doing it right now too. What they're doing in the spring and the summer. They're, they're leading each other right now through their summer workouts and, and the direction they want to go. They know the direction they want to go, and they'll do a, they'll do a ter- tremendous job, as all players do, picking their leaders. Because a, a coach's job, Bob, is, is all-encompassing. It involves on the ice, off, all that good stuff. Uh, talk to me about the changes made as far as trying to get people in, in the building. And how much does this also probably come back to, to the fact that if this, is, if this program – uh, starts to win a lot again, the people are just naturally going to come back to the rink. Well, I, 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 I will, I'm going to give you a little spin on, on some of this, too. We're still number two in the country in attendance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and throughout the course of the year, we had some terrific crowds. And, they, you know, one, we have a big building. And, and we were averaging, like, through the heart of our schedule, 8,900 people a night. That was sold tickets coming in. We have a problem sometimes here in Minnesota with a lot of corporate seats not showing up for a certain night. That's happening all over the country in sports right now. And I'm not deflecting that we don't have an issue. What really hurt us was two years ago, they took the season, t- they took the playoffs off the season ticket package yep. as an experiment. They didn't make home ice last year, so they didn't know how it was going to go. We really got a black eye in the, in, and we learned a lesson. I, 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 I'm almost positive they've been added back onto the, uh, they've been added back onto the uh, season ticket package uh, for the first round of the playoffs. And that's what we saw. I mean, it was not good what happened, but uh, we had a lot to battle with. We've got a lot of work to do, and it really starts with our athletic department and, and the, the, the lights are on. You know, they are going to sell beer now at Mariucci Arena. That has been approved. They've lowered ticket prices, and they're really looking at all the things they have to do here. And once again, this is everywhere around the country right now of trying to, you know, get people back into the buildings. And, and I can tell you our people are diligent right now um, that they're on top of it. They're going to do make every effort to, to restore that. And we have to do our part here uh, as a hockey team. we got to give them a reason to want to get back in here. Um, just on a lighter note, Coach, I just want to know, just to get to know you just a little bit better, what's the best PG-rated or PG-13-rated uh, chirp that you've heard from the bench over the course of your career? Say, say that one again, the best. 
the best like PG rated chirp that you've heard from the bench over the course oh, of your career? I, oh my goodness, there have been so many that. Uh, Sorry to put uh, you on the spot there. You would, yeah, you'd need me to have you know you'd need me to have to think about that. Um, um, well, I can tell you the best one that I've heard that was from another coach is from Don Lucia at North Dakota getting absolutely ripped when his son was on the team. And some guy said, how can you play him? And he turned around and said, because I sleep with his mother. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, wow. And uh, um, that, that was one of the best. That I remember that's unbelievable. Uh, yeah, and that's Don. Good for Don. Coming up with a quick one. But, and even, he said even the, the, the fan that was chirping started laughing on that one. So. <laughs> Uh, I actually have fun with it. It's one of the great things about our sport is, you know, the the the, the passion that college hockey fans have, and when they, as long as they keep it clean and have fun. And, and I remember one time early in my career, I had some yellow socks on. I forgot my socks. I got to the rink. I think they were yellow, and I put my foot up on the board, and it. Within two seconds, I was absolutely getting barbecued for the socks I was wearing. And, and I would have been better off not to wear any, but that was back when I was young. Um, anyway. You learned quickly on that one, right? No more yellow yep. socks. You got it. Hey, Bob, wrapping up here. Uh, you know, Bryce Brodzinski's coming in, and I know you've, you've coached some Brodzinski's before. It seems he has that, uh, that Brodzinski heavy shot that all of them seem to have. Uh, how do you see his game translating to the college level? Well, you know, I've I've had to, played with the dad, and and he's one of my better friends in the world. And, and back from our days in college, uh, he has four boys, and they all have the exact same traits as the old man. He was, and he had left the all-time leading scorer in St. Cloud State history, and, and could score from anywhere on the rink. Uh, and I coached Johnny, and, and obviously Easton, and, and and I think Bryce might be the best of all of us. I'm now putting pressure on him. Because he, he he can play center, he can distribute, he can shoot the puck. Uh, he's a big kid, like big, strong athlete. Uh, I, I, and I think there's an absolute steal in the draft for Philly to get him in the seventh round because I really think he's got a bright future and and he's going to do it. He's going to do it. The other, you know, the, the other two are forwards, and, and of course, their son Michael, brother Michael, is a defenseman. He's going to score goals. That's what this, the family does. Whatever they got in the Kool-Aid, maybe comes from mom, but whatever they did growing up, these kids can shoot a puck and they know how to get points. Outstanding. Thanks, Bob. Appreciate the time. You got it. Thanks you take so much. care. Bye. Thanks, right. Bob. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts.